I would just like to say Keanu Reeves is the worst actor ever. As you guys mentioned in a previous episode, he probably would be the guy that puts ketchup on a bratwurst. He let G Baby die in hardball, and he was a subpar quarterback in the replacements. And The Matrix, all of them, are just terrible, terrible movies. Thank you, and happy Hanukkah. Uh, Does he understand Keanu Reeves is immortal? Well, I mean, he obviously didn't read. I mean, he uh, hasn't yeah. listened that far back, I guess. But yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Being a real hot takes being brought in this week One by, hat. by an anonymous uh, <laughs> anonymous listener out there. Oh, right. Um, yeah, that, I didn't recognize that <laughs> voice at all. <laughs> um, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Before we get into that uh the hot take let's go around the table and see who we got this week uh, griff what's up man what's going on guys killer keith what's up man what's up everybody and to help us break down not only is it interesting that we got a little bit of movie reference here a film reference because we got uh director camera operator uh writer a little bit of all-around media man with us this week. Brett Hoy, what's up, Brett? I love that introduction. That, that was fantastic. Oh, man, that really worked my ego really well. I like that. <laughs> That's a good way to start. Um, yes, hello, everybody. I'm Brett Hoy. I live uh, in St. Louis, and I uh, direct films. I write. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, not really maybe things you might not have heard of, but I do it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get in on all, into all that really soon. Uh, but before that, I feel like it's only right that we have to address this this um the audio that we got sent in yeah. which before we should even do that we should mention guys this is what we're going for here we want you guys to send in audio 30 seconds it's super easy just record on your phone like that was and send it to us whatever it may be we want to hear from you guys you hear enough of us so keep on sending the stuff in but guys so first of all notice how you might not know this, but it's a running joke on the pod here about uh, ketchup versus mustard. We'll we'll get into your thoughts about oh, that. That was, and, uh, that was a, I have opinions. That was a low blow. I have opinions on that. That was a low blow. Turned out by the by the announcement. Damn it, dude! <laughs> I, I should have said that before. We, before we Cut that. You can Cut bleep that, that out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, Oh, dude, you should bleep that out. That'd be- yeah, do it. That'll actually be a nice touch. But <laughs> oh, so yeah, he threw it in that he, he does not eat ketchup on his bratwurst. You don't think so? No, he yeah, I was a hero. No, he's he a god among oh, men. Bro. No, Brett. No. Oh my god. Oh, oh, let's man. get to no, it. No, no, I'm agreeing. There's no way. I mean, I don't think that Keanu would do that. I I think that that honestly, that's an insult. I don't know where you guys are standing. So at you're here. a that's mustard guy. Oh, that is oh, an insult. Absolutely. Oh no. Oh yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I like this guy. Yeah, absolutely. One more. One more on Team Mustard because ketchup is for. Children. Yes. We'll, we'll get so, into hey, that. We'll get ketchup into that. is tomato frosting. I just want to make that very oh, clear. Oh, I like it. I like that one down. Yeah, tomato frosting. Yeah. I guess I should say at this point that Brett, I, I am the ketchup guy. He's the oh, ketchup guy. Yeah. I can't, yeah. This is gonna make it. I can't. I can't do mustard. Like, oh wow. <laughs> going going a little far there, Greg. Yeah, no. Nice, seriously nice though. Nice ring to it. Man, that was gonna be our when we get to the icebreakers for you. That was num- literally the number one question. But we we already got that out the way. But. Guys, can I make my case for why Keanu is is a ketchup guy? No. Uh, go go ahead. I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna watch you fumble this. Let's <laughs> see this. You better have thought this one out. I just feel like if you're a cool listen, if you're a good looking, 
cool guy that has great hair, you're probably going to be eating ketchup. Are you, you know, trying to relate Keanu Reeves <laughs> to yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I really think you are. I mean, he's got way better hair than I do, but that was a bad joke. Okay. Never mind. All right. <laughs> no, it's just oh, the arrogance. Griff wasn't, yeah. even, Griff wasn't even phased by that. Yeah, he wasn't well, even phased. No, not phased. Yeah. I'm just, he doesn't eat it. Um, well, let's. I have the best hair on the podcast. Listen, listen. I can make the case that no Keanu is not um, a ketchup guy, and I think it's as simple as just looking at his face. He doesn't. He doesn't have the smile <laughs> of a ketchup man. Mustard is definitely a, a stoic man's food. I think sure. it's condiment, oh, yeah. condiment for a stoic man. Oh, and he's and a stoic Keanu man. is a stoic yeah, man. He is. Wow. Um, definitely not a child. Because only children eat ketchup. I, no, he's actually an immortal vampire. So he gave up on the ketchup like or, a thousand years ago. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you the stoic stance I mean that angle I never thought about it like that but it's a good point I mean it's a solid point actually serious men eat mustard mm-hmm. what does yeah. that make well, me then just not in what does that make really? me a, a child, child. <laughs> <laughs> we've had this conversation yeah um, what episode is it this is episode 58 58 <sighs> times now I'm, I'm, the queen of ween has taught you yeah. that's true that's she, true. she writes the rules and you can't argue with them man yeah We'll find. I'm gonna find somebody. I'm gonna find somebody out there that's. Uh, We've found them. They're our childish friends. <laughs> okay. They've been yeah. on the podcast also. <laughs> I think our guests are probably split though. Wouldn't you say ketchup mustard? We have childish heaven? friends. <clears throat> okay. No, I mean okay. just whoever is on so far. Yeah. M- well, lots, yeah. Okay. All right. I get what friends. you're saying. Well, let's talk about the second part of that. Right, being an awful actor. He came in real hot Fucking with bullshit. Calling yeah. out, <laughs> calling out Hardball, letting G Baby die, and then on top well, of he, that, just disrespecting he the. He did not like let G Baby die. How His brother. Put, how are you going to put G-Baby's death on, on Keanu? <laughs> yeah. He just dropped him off. <laughs> it was unacceptable. He said, his older brother said they'd be okay. They his lived in a, go around the back. They That's lived true. in a rough-ass neighborhood. Just saying. And Keanu was doing his best to, you know, pick him up and keep him away from yeah. the gang violence. It's just it's random violence. It happened. Man. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Exactly, dude. Wow. It's a, it's a rare thing, but random violence does occur, and it got G-Baby. <laughs> Keanu couldn't prevent it, okay? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm he with tried, man. And as far as The Matrix goes, being the worst movies ever. The first two? Come on. The third one, I'll sign on. I'll sign yeah, on. You, know, you hate the third yeah, one. Yeah, the third one bad. does suck. Second one's questionable. Third one's not that Second bad. one is yeah. questionable, too. But, but I'll watch it and be entertained. But, but the, the original, though? Great. It's great. Come on now. Gotta be. I, I based mean, my entire life on that movie. I think there's one and, thing and, to be and, said. <laughs> I need the, you to break that down for me. <laughs> I took the red pill, man. God. What a lame answer. Wait, is, right, that, go ahead. Is, that, is that the one that you stay in the Matrix on? No. I feel, I feel like you're still in the Matrix. No, no it, the blue stays in real world, right? Yeah, and then you took the blue. No. Blue, like, no, blue you stay in both worlds, but you become aware. aware. Ah, right, right. They're you're able to wake up which, to the real world. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, so I have exactly. seen the Enlightenment. Are you aware of like a post-apocalyptic it. world that's being run by robots <laughs> and we're being used as batteries? Because if so, I mean, you should have uh, let us know a while ago. <laughs> me Come on. and Elon Musk are pretty much the only two dudes on the face of the earth that know. Okay. So I'm going to keep... If Elon's involved, I trust it. going to keep it hush-hush. Yeah. You know, that's why we're going to Mars in 2024. Oh. Just saying. <laughs> but is Mars inside of a computer simulation? No, they is actually discovered Mars? oceans on Mars. <laughs> okay. This that is, doesn't answer this my... Is, this is that does ridiculous. not answer my question. This is getting ridiculous. I've got, I've got to take on Keanu. in the computer simulation. I've got to take right, on let's, Keanu. Let's hear let's it. Hear I it. think one of the big things that whoever that was uh, is missing here is that Keanu shouldn't really be judged on the same scale as like a good or bad actor. I think that he's more of a character himself at this point, and I think that it's kind of a problem if you're going to judge Keanu based on kind of the scale of like, you know, 
oh, is he a great actor? You know, is he going to win an Oscar someday? Keanu's not going to win an Oscar right. someday. And I think the idea of comparing him to that is is just wrong. But we, what we need to do is appreciate Keanu for what he is. And, oh, and for he, sure. And yeah. he does a solid job each time. And I mean, come on, point break. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, I mean, we're really, we're really, John we need Wick, to appreciate man. what we have. Oh, John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah, for These sure. Yes, John Wick. They're yeah. the great action movies of our time. So yeah. I, I think it's fair to mention that what, what the, uh, what he was referencing um, was previously we, in the past couple episodes we've been talking about, I wrote a joint piece with one of our buddies, Fauché out there who has a blog, um, FYE blog, which just changed to uh, going yeah. off topic. Uh, yeah. So check that out. But we wrote about, um, Four unsuspecting uh, actors who unsuspectingly saved the world and how many times they saved the world. And we've all come to an agreement, especially last episode, that out of the four, which was uh, Kurt Russell, Dennis Quaid, Nick Cage, and Keanu, Keanu, that Keanu had the most impressive and quality world saves. Oh, absolutely. That list for sure. Just going through some of his movies. And so I think he was – but interesting that he would take that and – not, I mean, there was zero credit there. It was literally just shit on Keanu. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, ex- maybe like even if you hate the Matrix, like you, you think somebody would throw in like, yeah, John Wick's cool, but Man, but it was just was straight. On it's just hard yeah. to hate yeah. the Matrix. I'm just shocked that somebody see. There's, it's just I've never liking, heard that. Just liking that. a movie is one thing, but I think that hating the Matrix is an interesting. That's pretty. That goes pretty far. That goes yeah, pretty far. Yeah, I can be entertained yeah. by the Matrix any day. Definitely, so, no doubt definitely. about it. So, what we're going to get into here, guys, this week is uh, we got Brett here. We're going to talk about some some film, his stuff, um, you know, overall media and, and film and today. And, you know, just we're going to talk about some stuff. Then after that, Keith's bringing a theory of the week. And if we have time at the end, we'll get into some weekly weirdness, uh, depending on uh, how long we run. But, Brett, the way we started off, man, with the new guy coming in to the show, it's only right that we throw some icebreakers your way. Sounds you, perfect. You cool with that? Yes, absolutely. So, as I said, the first icebreaker is always ketchup or mustard. Oh, man. We know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mustard. <sighs> God, it just hurts, mustard. hurts my oh, feelings. Man, 100%. Uh, number two, uh, kins or puppies? Uh, puppies. Puppies, are absolutely. Are puppies bad in a thousand? I just think puppies develop personality mm. so much quicker as well. I love kittens. Yeah. Kittens are cute. But when you're talking about a puppy, puppies, they, they just love you, man. They yeah. want to be around you. Right. And they grow into yeah. dogs. And cats yeah. grow into cats. Yeah, yeah. It's the same that's point that's, that's a pretty solid yeah, argument a, right there. And um, if a cat was bigger, it would try and kill you. 100%. No doubt about 100%. it. 100%. So, Brett, do you, drive, do you drive with your left or right hand? Ooh, oh, my gosh. I actually have to think about that. I think I drive with my left hand. Ooh, that's, ooh, I don't know. Majority, let's say majority. I bet you I drive with my left hand. I bet you I do. Are you left or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. That's what we're getting. We're getting that's, a lot of that. Okay, yeah, gotcha. That, that gotcha. seems to be a common common thread. Are you a loofah or bar soap kind of guy? Uh, Loofah. I think loofah. Yeah. I think it's just more effective. Dispersal, sure. sudsing situation. Also, you have to deal with, you don't have to deal with grabbing, like, you know, the soap bar and yeah. dealing with that whole situation. Griff, that's difficult. Griff does the rag. He, he does a, oh, he gotcha. does a soap I'm a wash That's, that's old too, school. So. Yeah. 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 That's like 50s kind of stuff right there. <laughs> the rag. I'm very nostalgic. Brett, what kind of food or dish would you win an eating competition in? Lasagna. Your- Wow, that was quick. He was ready. Do you see how quick that was? was Yeah, most people that know me pretty well know that my favorite two foods are lasagna and popcorn. Oh, wow. (laughs) They're very different. Those are very different. Yeah, they know they are. They are. Solid one two punch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What kind of popcorn? Just regular? Uh, I make my own popcorn. That's another thing about it, too. Yeah, I make my own popcorn at home. Self popper? Yes, self popper. Do you like season the kernels before? Like, what makes it? 
I don't I mean, do anything really all that crazy, but I think a lot of it is just that, uh, you know, fresh tasting popcorn is just, it's just good. You yeah. know, it just, oh, good. Yeah. It, uh, it has, you know, good texture and yeah. I'm just into that. So, well, I gotta tell you, I went to this, uh, this like, it's called the strange festival over here in Crown Delight the other yeah. day or last weekend. And I stopped cause I have like a weird thing with kettle corn. If I see somebody selling kettle corn, I just have to do it. With they smells. had, they, yeah. they gave me a combination. This was like their deal. Half sriracha kettle corn, half cinnamon toast. And okay. I know it sounds weird, but it was amazing. Wait, like I have something on top together? of it. Did you get it in a tin with a divider like every no, year at no, Christmas? No, no. They just do it in the big bag. You know, like the carnival right bag. Wait, they're yeah, like yeah, mixed yeah. together? No, like not the same time. Like they had okay. two separate things, but they're, ba- they're special. Like, that would be an interesting combination. But their special yeah. was in the, like they mix it in the bag though. So it kind of was, you know, you okay. get a little bit in the same. You okay, I get a little bit of sweet with the spice. A little bit of spice yeah. with the sweet. It was awesome. Right, right. Yeah. So. Over my years of popcorn obsession, I have learned, yeah. learned one <laughs> trick that I think that I can teach people. Oh, and if it's please. one thing, it's I don't know necessarily if everybody's going to be into this, but um, it's basically making like buffalo wing popcorn. And it's, it's, it's not that all that crazy, but all you got to do, you know, like Frank's Red Hot Sauce, and then you mix that with the butter when you're actually tossing oh. it. And it's incredible. That, that's Griff. something right Look there. Look at Griff. He's that's really, something. He's taking it. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm telling you. That's Griff. a thing. I like that this. would go great with the Super Bowl diet. I like oh, this yeah. a lot. <laughs> Super Bowl diet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's another thing with the podcast. Me and Griff, we're on a diet. It's the Super Bowl diet. <laughs> so Anything, things you eat at a Super Bowl party. That's what we that's eat what we, on a daily fantastic. basis. Fantastic. Chicken wing dip. Except for chicken wing. <laughs> yeah. Except for veggie trays. You might find that at Super Bowl, but you guys aren't. Other forms of trays. chicken. <laughs> yeah, but the veggie trays never eaten at a Super Bowl. Party. That's right. That's it's just I, I, I don't fuck with that shit. I might get yeah. some. Of, I might get some of that ranch. Ranch, yeah. Or my chicken wing. I've got a confession. I'm the guy eating at the veggie tray. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl party. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. I, mean, Sorry. I, would, I would be too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I do. Nah. <laughs> I go for the broccoli and the veggie tray. That's as long bad. as there's no ketchup, I think it's just fine. Well, yeah, I hope, I hope not in that. That might be a little bit of game. Broccoli changer. and ketchup sounds like something you do. Yeah, man, come on, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was hateful. That's my right. Uh, any hidden talents? Anything that you know kept kind of under the behind the the oh, curtain? Man, man. You know, I don't really know. I feel like I I have a few things that I'm good at, and then everything else is just like subpar. Like you're like, oh, like. You know, oh, I like to I like to talk about basketball, which I think is really weird because I'm like, you know, five, six or something like that. But I'm not like good at basketball. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to surprise you and say that I'm good at basketball. <laughs> you know, it's not it, I don't really have anything like that. Um, What would be my hidden talents? Oh, oh OK, I guess this may not be too other than secret. popcorn making. I guess. Well, I was going to say cooking. I'm actually <laughs> oh. I'm actually quite obsessed with cooking, too. Okay. I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to go to culinary school when I was growing up. Yeah. I was obsessed with oh. Alton Brown. He's one of my heroes. Alton Brown of Good Eats fame. Yeah, I don't right. know if you know yes, who that. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do. Uh, but anyway, I was obsessed with him, and uh, I wanted to go to culinary school, but then I uh, maybe I learned better. I don't know if I learned better or worse. My career path is interesting because I'm doing fine, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. necessarily easier. So, Well, I'll but tell yeah. you what, anybody okay. out there listening, I mean, all I got... Check out your Instagram because uh, I've, there's some dishes on there. Yeah, some yeah, food, some, food. Some, some, some solid. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I can feel you on that. Best. that yeah, I, I grew up. I was obsessed with Iron Chef, man. Oh, Iron Chef. I'd watch that shit like every night. <laughs> but hang on, hang on. No, which one? Are you talking about the, the original? Old okay, and which of those chefs was your favorite? Man, I don't remember them. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, you just a watch. I remember them. Well, I remember them by like their country, right? Come like on. there'd be Iron Chef France. It's either Chen Kenichi or Masahari Morimoto. Ah, I remember that. I remember that. Everybody remembers Morimoto. I remember that too. But 
Yeah, ten kimchi was pretty sweet. I don't yeah. know anything about food. I am terrible just, at cooking, but I watch the shit out of Food Network, <laughs> and I don't know oh, yeah. why. It's really weird. Triple D, yeah. bro. Triple D Triple all day. D. It's not really cooking, though. I mean, I guess it is. It's but. just Guy Fieri being a douche yeah, in different restaurants. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he takes you to Flavortown every episode. <laughs> out of How are you going to get upset That's about true. that? Yeah, and out of bounds, man. Flavortown, and he, then he takes you out of bounds. Yeah. So yeah. good. Out of bounds, yes. <laughs> good points. Um, <laughs> good points. Keith, I know you're dying to ask. Hit him with, hit him with your question. Oh, I actually have two. Oh, okay. 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 On a pizza, you're ordering a two-topping pizza. You got a coupon for a two-topping pizza. You go in double veg, <laughs> veg meat, or double meat? Oh, veg meat. Veg meat? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, with, I'm with him. Mm, I'm a double meat guy. I'm, yeah. I'm generally double but meat But we just guy. talked yeah. about this. The, doesn't, this I get pat- bang for my buck. There's a pattern here, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we We're did, unhealthy. We just talked about your Super Bowl diet, so yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine that you yeah. put veggies on there. Uh, jalapenos. Yeah. yeah. I'll do jalapenos. But you, that's, so my order is usually um, pepperoni and jalapenos. Oh. Yeah, so. that's, that's a spicy yeah. pizza. I was, actually hoping, I was hoping you were going to ask me that because I was like, oh, man, I know this one. I, I got this one. I'm so. actually, if I'm getting a veg on my pizza, it's always bacon, uh, green pepper. It's nah, very bad. solid. I like that. Very solid. You, don't like see, that. you don't see the jalapeno on the Pizza that much though. Oh, that's you a, do. Yeah. Yeah. In college, so. I used to do um, when cheesies way back in the oh, day. Man. You oh, could get God. a five dollar pizza. I lived. I literally lived across the street from cheesies, and um, my go to was it's really weird, but um, pepperoni and banana pepper. Oh, that's yeah. I've I been get, there. Yeah, I've lived in that area before. As weird. in, you know, like pepperoni, banana yeah. pepper. Also, by the way, <laughs> cheesies changed names like yeah. many times. I think by the time my, my ducks, when I transferred there. there yeah. McDucks. It changed to McDucks like almost right away, and, and then, then it, it became Pizza Hut. It yeah. wasn't even McDucks though. That's the thing. It wasn't. It was Mud Ducks, which is uh, it was Mu Ducks, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, there so wasn't a C. Worse. That's right. That's right. Mud Duck is so terrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And they had that awful <laughs> logo too. Gosh, yeah, yeah. shout out to McDucks if you guys are still running. Like, yeah, shout yeah. out to you guys. And my other I think one, they became Pizza oh, Habit, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Duh. Stupid. Crunchy or soft tacos. Ooh, that's difficult. I think soft he seems taco. like a crunchy guy, though. No, he seems I, like crunchy. I, I'm I'm a soft taco guy. Yeah, see, that's, damn. it should be. That's I mean, that's that's because that's the right but answer. See, right. Yeah. But see, the question here is, yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on the taco for me because it's like you. if you're if I'm eating like you know a taco that I'm paying you know like you know three bucks for or something like that, then I want a soft taco. But if I'm going to like Taco Bell, I'll probably go with the crunchy taco. Okay. Maybe I need sense? to word that better. You're, Cause you're looking for like authentic taco. Oh, aren't you? Soft taco, no, 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 no. Sure. I'm, oh. t- I'm talking just strictly Taco Bell or fast food, like a Del Taco. Oh, okay. Then that's a crunchy yeah. taco in my opinion. Okay. But right if we're on, talking right about on. a good taco, Still, like when, you know, well, if you go like actual authentic or Tex-Mex, yeah, you got to get a soft taco. I agree with that. I need to frame that better next time. <laughs> Think uh, about it, man. Griff, you got any icebreakers <laughs> up in there? Uh, favorite type of candy? Ooh, Sour Patches. Ooh, oh, wow. No hesitation. This dude is ready. This dude knows yeah, what he yeah. likes. Um, favorite, like, <clears throat> style of food. So, like, you know, Italian. Oh. I think Mexican is. Mexican? I think I think yeah. Mexican. I'm with you. I, I don't think there's anything that could kind of, uh, you know, dethrone that. A good, I mean, a good taco is. Yeah. 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 Cha-cha-cha. So, yeah, cha cha cha. You should get cha cha. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my last, my last icebreaker, I would say, um, is is kind of a weird question. So far, we've gotten some some weird answers, but the world's ending tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You get a day. You have one day. Like oh, let's man. say let's say this is it's six a.m. right now. You get the day, and tomorrow it's all over. What are you doing? Well, and- I think there's a lot of things off the table at this point because clearly, you know, like we're men, so. 
obviously we're talking about sex, but at the same yeah. time, yeah. let's take those things off the table because right. I think that it's just kind of too yes. cumbersome. Yes. Oh man, I don't know what I do. Um, honestly, I think that I this sounds super lame. I'm just gonna sound super lame. I think I'm just gonna hang out with my wife and my friends. That sounds totally hey, lame. No, not at, all. Is, not is at like, all, man. Probably, I've always been. Real yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always been a guy like that. Like I've always wanted to just you know I'm I'm I like hanging out. Like that's like my favorite like activity. Yeah. Oh and yeah. So I mean. I don't know if I'd do anything different. All right, it sounds lame, but it's... No, I mean, no not good. at all. Go out yeah. with the Real people. talk, that's yeah, probably exactly. what we'd all do. Yeah. I probably oh, yeah. would get super drunk on incra- crazy expensive whiskey. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I'd now be we're out. Talking. That's okay. probably more, okay. I think. But that's like, yeah, towards the very end. Yeah. yeah. Crack, also, by the way, the good shit. that's only if I know that it's definitely going to end. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. I would not get insanely drunk because I can't do that anymore. It's just, yeah. It destroys me. I'm done for days. Yeah, I guess yeah, we should. Hangovers are rough now. Dude, dude, dude. I, I feel Last like I should Saturday. probably rephrase that question, like so we don't have like you know the cult that world is ending tomorrow. Cults, you know, vibe with that question. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like yeah. Brett put a good point. Like, <laughs> if you know for sure that it's ending, you yeah, know, and like not the the asteroid. Is hidden, not, so yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying it again. No, you're not. <laughs> we got that last week. So, Brett, what we're gonna do now is I'm just kind of probably gonna keep you from getting jobs sometime. Yeah, don't just don't. Do this. We're gonna just kind of morph into you'll um, be all right. Hey, we'll see. General questions and uh, first though, I kind of want to we want to learn about you, man. So tell us like uh, one, what you got going on? What, what what have you been into? And and then tell us where we where can we find you and your stuff? All this we want to know. All right. Well, uh, I do. I, I kind of like to diversify. Um, I do a lot of different things, but the things that I think most people would see that, like you know, I do is in terms of like out there. Um, I am a filmmaker, and what I mean by filmmakers, I actually do make films. It's not like you know just commercial stuff. And so I do have two films coming out um, in the near future, and I'm working on a couple features right now that we're getting funded, or we're working on getting funded right now. So the first film that I uh, that I started a while back is actually a documentary on food, interestingly enough, because nice. we were talking nice. about you know, yeah. culinary stuff. Um, and uh, that's coming out this October, uh, just in a few weeks, actually. On cool. October 22nd is when we're at least premiering it. Um, that documentary is about a pop-up restaurant down in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, but really, it becomes more about uh, the chef and then also about the geography of the area. Um, nice. Uh, for that documentary, we uh, were down in Springfield quite a bit, and we followed the, uh, him down there and kind of were getting an idea for what makes uh food accessible and what makes as in accessible and meaning like you know when you're doing high-end food and making things that may be a little bit difficult for the average consumer um what oh sorry about that what uh you know like what uh ties them in and we think that we kind of made the argument at least with geography a little bit we also went to copenhagen for that documentary oh um and so we uh yeah we followed him out there where he was working in a michelin-starred restaurant um, and wow. we shot for a little bit out there too, but that's coming out at the end of this year. Um, I also just got back from uh, shooting exteriors for a film that we've already shot. Um, that was out in Kansas. Um, it is a. Uh, I've been really into existentialism and philosophy and everything recently. I've been reading those. Um, and that film is called The Father of the Son. Um, yeah. It's an. I call it an existential horror, and the reason why is because Ooh. it's not a horror in the sense of like you know there's the big baddie out to get you. It's more kind of this like looming presence and. It's a period piece from the 1800s in yeah. Flint Hills in Kansas. And just some background on the Flint Hills. Nothing grows there. It's basically just, <laughs> no, like literally it's all it's all rock. And so oh, it's just basically okay. the biggest desert you can really think of. It really is. And they can only raise cattle out there. And a lot of people went out there in the 1800s thinking that they were going to find a place to farm. 
and they did not. And so this story kind of picks up from there, and it's at the very end. We start um, the story with a father who is uh, left over after his whole family has died, um, and uh, then his son inexplicably comes back to life. Um, he disappears again, and it's basically them dealing with life and death um, on the plains, and uh, it's pretty heady. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> but, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty intense. And we just got done shooting series for that actually today. So wow. We just got back. Just from got Kansas. back. We yeah. Got you from... Fresh off the shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds right up my alley. It's yeah. It sounds awesome. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, and it's actually I've been the reason. So this project specifically, one of the things that is uh, really crazy about it, it really pushed uh, me and my team like really uh, hard creatively. Um, we had never really done um, one a period piece, but we had actors that were coming in, uh, flying in. And so we were like, wow. well, we need to like, you know, we had to execute in like four days. Okay. So we had to execute so much in four days. And the film is, t it's not all that long. It's only like 19, 20 pages, but there are so many different setups. Um, and so we had like 30 different setups over these course, of these two days we shot, uh, for two days in St. Louis and two days in Kansas. Mm. So six hours of driving in between there. We had a baby, um, <laughs> there we had a live bird, uh, oh. on site. Oh, um, and I mean, it was all these things that really pushed us creatively and we had to be prepared to go. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it worked out. It was, uh, the, the funny thing about it is the one day that had 0% chance of rain, it rained. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. And That's so we, happens, we right? had to, we had to kind of, uh, improvise, but other than that, um, everything kind of just came together. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like one of those things where you have to reconcile your creative endeavors with reality. And so you write something and then you, over the course of time, narrow it down and then you shoot it and you realize kind of more what it is. And I, it's, it still feels really good and it feels the way it should. So yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that project. Cool. cool. That's what I was going to say was when you were describing, you know, going through these four days, it, majority of it has to be outside, right? I mean, that's yeah. that, that in itself is, uh, I mean, obviously other than the rain, but just this, as far as setups and everything goes, you know, yeah, lighting and everything. I mean, that's it makes it a little more interesting. I, I guess you could say yeah. being outside for well, a good amount. And we were shooting on uh, Tallgrass National Prairie, which is out in Kansas, and they just gave us a key to the national park. Oh, um, when you have enough insurance, I guess you can just do <laughs> do nice. that. And nice. so um, they gave us the key. But I mean, just if you, you know, some of the things out there, like when we were out there at night, it was obviously you know you could see the Milky Way and everything, but it wasn't just that you could like hear coyotes. Oh, yeah. You could hear him howling, and yeah. it was crazy. And the crazy thing about uh, Tallgrass, too, is they have wild buffalo. And so they're just packs of wild buffalo roaming. And you can see them all the time. And, and when, we would, when we were out there, we didn't really encounter them too much. But on our drive back to the beginning, there was literally like, you know, like 40 or 50 that crossed the road about 10 to 15 feet in front of my, uh, my producer's car. And we were just like, holy shit, yeah, this, is, like, this is for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we really encountered the uh, the elements, I think, more than we ever intended. I mean, massive spiders, too. I mean, just like so we, we shot we shot too. in this grove of trees. Yeah. This is I, I, this is like terrifying for me. We <laughs> shot in this grove of trees, OK, at night. And it was like 1 a.m. when we were starting to shoot these scenes. OK. And so these big wolf spiders, they never get disturbed because it's in a national park. They're massive. I mean, bigger than you oh, can possibly God. imagine. And they made they made webs between the trees. And so we're like, well, shit, I can't have my talent walk through there. So I literally took a shovel and I went and like, I had my DP shine a light up so I could even see them. And I hit them. And every time I hit them, they were big enough. They would go ping. Oh, oh no. Damn. What? No. What? No. Like the tension from the goddamn. No. <laughs> no. No. You know, I don't like that huge, at all. Man. Nah. Yeah. That's mm. terrifying. Mm. They're fucking. Whew. 
hanging steel wires across these things. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I'd be like, hey, Griff, you got that, man. Go what ahead. The fuck? You could do that. If you got bit by one of oh, those, man. oh no. Would you get superpowers? So, uh, side nerd, I would hope. nerdy sound uh, side question. Were you guys running a generator out there? Yeah, we were. We were running a Jenny, but um, we did a lot of wild sound. I don't know. Uh, we did a lot of stuff afterwards because most of the scenes cool. we were running at night um, were mostly um, action oriented. Um, we had a few lines that we uh, could run wild, and the other lines where our sound was actually pretty decent. I mean, it was to be honest, the generator was really far away, but okay. there's no perfect scenario with the generator. Yeah, right. Right. So, cool. yeah. And I mean, oh my God, just the like lighting, you know, multiple scenes at night is just, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah it, I can imagine. Everybody, everybody moved really good and got it done. But cool. So, where can we, so that's not going to be out for a little bit, but where can we, uh, is there anywhere that we can find the, at least the food dock? Or is that going to be, are you going to, are you going to do like a, a, a circuit as far as, or, so yeah. Um, everything that we do, uh, we'll probably be doing at least some kind of circuit. That's not really the intent. I mean, so a lot of what I'm doing right now is kind of posturing for, you know, next five years. And so when we're, you know, when we, when we make these films, like when we made the, you know, the food doc and everything, um, we wanted to do that. Um, that was kind of a passion of mine that I wanted to explore. And I just like making films. But then if you add on top of that, we're really trying to take, um, our commercial game to the next level. And a lot of brands in St. Louis, um, kind of require people that I think need to tell them their stories. Um, and yeah. that's why we wanted to do it. We're like, you know what, we're, we, we have the time, we have the resources, let's go ahead and make it. And hopefully, um, we'll be able to do that. So what will probably happen with the doc is we'll probably release it. We'll do maybe submit it, see what we get into. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, we'll go online. That'll actually probably be fairly quickly, uh, that we'll get it online. Cause I don't think that, uh, I mean, to be honest, the story's really pretty cool and the you know the research that gone into it's way wider than just a food documentary it's a lot about communication too i could i could, I could talk for a long right. time about it if you want me to but anyway uh yeah it'll be out probably in you know like the first quarter of 2018 gotcha. i imagine okay. just online yeah uh, because we're looking to share it with other people right so it's, it's just, one of those things that you, you, you kind of you'll, you'll do the circuit the round with it but it's well you know it's just another notch in in, in the book and in, in ammo you know as far as the uh, how do you say your your whole portfolio? Uh, yeah, portfolio. Exactly. There you go. Um, well, you know, when we say the circuit, by the way, I think I should mention we're talking about um, film festivals and, and doing your circuit yeah. or sitting around, which I think it's only fair to bring up that the reason, uh, Brett, that we ran into each other was down at Missouri State through the Electronic Arts Program. And at that time, you were doing your uh, dither. Yeah, your, yeah. Your, that actually ended up on throughout the circuit, won a good amount of stuff, right? I mean, that was, was that it did did pretty a few well. Things. And, you know, actually, it's interesting that we bring up dither now because it's not like, you know, when you look back on it, it was quite, you know, it was a while back. And so you're like, okay, maybe that wasn't the best thing. You know, like you're, you're always self-conscious of your work and everything. Yeah. But um, the cool thing about that is that I just, I mean, literally like less than a month ago, that played at a at a place in Kirkwood, Missouri. Oh, really? really? Yeah, they just contacted wow. me and they're like, "Hey, I'd love to play the movie." And I was like, "I mean, you don't have to pay; just do it." <laughs> uh, here you go, just do it. I mean, and it was great. I mean, just seeing that it actually has some legs and some resonance like that, yeah. I think really uh, makes it rewarding. And I think it actually it really makes doc work rewarding too, because I think docs, as much as you love to make narratives and everything, docs tend tend to stick with people longer. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, think, I think I could see Griff getting into this. Uh, Give me like a super short, like a five sentence summary of what Dither is. So Dither is a documentary about independent artists and musicians. Basically, it's really about musicians and just kind of about the life um, that they lead and why it's important to be doing something regardless of if the 
financial world cares, basically. You know, like doing something without any kind of care about the money involved. Um, and when I say this, I don't just mean people that are working in their basements. I mean people who do, you know, own record labels and who are doing impressive work um, and who have made a career of it, but they're but they're doing it in a certain way. Um, we talked to uh, Ian Mackay and Fugazi um, and Minor Threat. He was out there in D.C. Again, doing the $5 shows, the DIY mm-hmm. shows. We talked to Jacob Bannon in Boston running Death Wish uh, Records and everything and it being an incredible independent artist on the side. And actually, I should throw a shout out here, too. We interviewed a couple guys up in Chicago who ran a house called uh, Summer Camp. And I'm actually working with the uh, one of the guys who up, was up there on uh, posters for my film because he does amazing screen printing. Um, and so I I uh, contacted him again and I was like, you need to do the poster for this because it would really match your style. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, cool. here we are. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> but, sounds pretty awesome. No, it is. Yeah. You guys definitely, if you get a chance to, you know, however, to check that yeah. out, you definitely should. Yeah, yeah, five sentences, right? Sorry about that. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> my bad. Um, so, Brett, my, my last serious question for you, I guess, and then from here, we'll, we'll kind of move into uh, general media, which I cause it will bring um, today's film and stuff into this. But you, down at school, what I knew you as is, is the director, and now you're directing and throughout from here to there, you know, behind the camera also, and you're now you're writing for F-Stoppers, we should say. Um, so you can check out your work at F-Stoppers.com, oh, yeah, right? absolutely, yeah, yes. And check yeah. out... Um, you know, writing about film and gear and, you know, methods and tactics and different ways to maybe not tactics, but, you know, just. I actually uh, got my first, my first, uh, someone trying to call me out really like crazy on F officers today. I wrote a pretty critical uh, article yesterday about a Panasonic camera that was coming out and the project, the product manager for Panasonic emailed me today and was like, Hey, let's set up a phone. He wasn't angry, (laughs) but he was like, Hey, let's set up a phone call. I had my first, yeah, my first, the product manager of Panasonic. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, You know, the reach is getting out there. That's great. There's an impact. (laughs) So my question is like through those things, you know, you've done a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, I don't know. I really know how to ask this question, but like, I think what, what would you say the major difference as far as you know, uh, people have an idea of what directors do. And then, you know, the guy behind the cameras work. And like, what would you say to the non, you know, just the average movie watcher? Like what's, what would you say the main difference is with that? Between like shooting and directing? Yeah. I mean, like, I you think- know, cause we're just three regular guys. I mean, you know, w- what happens on set and through production and post-production, you know, a lot of people don't really have any idea. They don't even think about it. They just say, oh, that movie looks cool. They watch it, you know? Yeah. No idea. No idea. No idea. So well, let me, let me just go back a little bit. First of all, okay. I think one of the things that uh, directors do that's really important, obviously, is just kind of, I mean, obviously fostering a creative environment for everybody that you work with um, and being that kind of person that is a good curator of ideas. People feel, you know, safe to discuss everything. And so there's all that kind of important thing, too. And part of that goes into finding a team that's really important. And so I think that one of the roles that directors have that people may not really consider on a, on a lower level is actually just kind of, I think what Steven Soderbergh called it, I'm kind of stealing this from him, is just setting the table. Because okay. a lot of people think of yeah. directors as like the Stanley Kubrick's of the world where they kind of like, they're like, you know, dominating the set and people are almost terrified to talk to him. And like, that's generally not the case. <laughs> generally, the case is people, people uh, use direct, I mean, directors, they will uh, set the table for everybody, which means everybody's comfortable. You're making sure that everybody feels confident they're, you know, set up to work. And then you obviously give plenty of creative advice, but I think things that people don't think about a lot are really just kind of that setting the table. Yeah. Griff, how would you 
how would you fare as a director of of getting what your image and, and what you want <laughs> and, and getting that that idea onto people and having them act in the way that you have this thought in your head? How, Jesus, how would you do with that? It's not really something I've ever thought of before. Um, I don't know because I, 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 the reason I ask is I should answer. I think that when, uh. when we have conversations, especially on this podcast, you kind of do that in a verbal way, not necessarily aggressive in any way, but just you know making sure that the conversation that your point is you know oh. you're, you're getting your Right. Want to get my message and ideas across. Yeah, I guess what you just, you're setting the table, right? So, like, you have well, you have your own creative idea of the way you want this to go. But so you want to get that set up. You want to make sure that, like I said, everybody understands what you're going for. And then let them go, right? Well, and then, like, and then it comes down to the execution, right? Exactly. And that's what people don't realize is those movies that you watch, that one scene that seems so simple. Yeah, I mean, I really have no could idea. Take 100, <laughs> 100 takes of that one, of those two lines. You never yeah. know. Well, but well, it's that director to bring it out uh, in a way that, yeah. that really brings that yeah. story and to how it's There's just communication a lot, right? Like yeah, and I think that a lot of it comes down to, I mean, I, I direction is strange because I do think that there are so many, I mean, really people direct based on their own style. Like you couldn't go yeah. online and be like, how am I going to direct? That right. doesn't work like that because like you really are just, you know, creating, you know, you're, you're, you know, using your own strengths to tell stories. And so you kind of, you know, get the idea of like, how do I get the best out of everybody around me? And then from there, once you were able to do that, once you set the table for everybody, you go from there and you decide, okay, this is the way that I want to tell the story. And these are the things that need to be focused on it. And honestly, I think one of the things that I, I tell people all the time is decision making is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by decision making is not just like, do I like this or do I like that? It's like, okay, well, I have to choose between this or that. Gotcha. And yeah. I need to do this right now. And I mean, I can tell you on the last film that we just did, we were going to do a scene and we ran out of time. And so what I said was, I was like, okay, I just rewrote the scene in five minutes. Mm. And we went and we, we did it. And it's actually really, it's cool. Like, yeah. but that kind of thing, like working on that, like I'm so glad I didn't do this kind of work before when I thought that I could do it, but I wasn't really ready because I wouldn't have been able to be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I was going to say, so, now yeah. that you say that, that came out a lot on those icebreaker questions. You just knew immediately. Oh, yeah. This is the way I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it this so, way. So would yeah. you say it's like a lot of corralling different moving parts and yeah. getting them into the general where you're trying to take it. And yeah. You don't know exactly how it's just going to work out, but you have an end goal and you just kind of try to yeah. get it there. I don't think I have that yeah. vision in order to direct like that. There's no way. But you have to realize, oh, this is something, this is your baby, right? This is like your oh, that project. Is true. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, we're, we're not, you're not like, That's... you know, you're, you're not, you're not controlling people about something like, let's say you're, you know, the, uh, this table that you don't care anything about, you know, like you're doing a project. Yeah. It's that, an artistic endeavor. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, right. so it's, it's it's hard. I mean, yeah. I get what you're saying. You yeah, know, it's yeah, hard yeah. to think about it about something that is just so. I come a, from a lifestyle where this is broken. I need to fix this. But I see, don't. But see, here's the thing: is that decision making, that kind of thing, that is valuable too. It's just knowing. Well, yeah. It's it's honestly just knowing how things work, and then making a decision. It's the same thing. I say this all the time because I have friends that are like nothing like me. They don't work in creative environments at all, and so. Hey, keep hitting that. But yeah, sorry. It's getting your way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, I have friends that don't do what I do. And so I think a lot of times they're like, oh, well, this is like a talent that I don't have. But everybody that I know and that I has had some kind of creativity and they, they understand how to execute. And maybe it's not always in the same ways, but I think that it's interesting. Like there are so many different direction styles and everybody kind of uses their talents 
you know, in different ways. I, I see it a lot. I see a lot of directing things in other people and professions For all sure. the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, uh, so, guys, do you have any other s- serious questions for Brett? I mean, uh, other than we, after this, we're gonna we'll move into some. I mean, some I general, don't know if I have I mean, any questions, but well, like, well, what you do sounds pretty awesome, very impressive, and yeah, yeah. pretty cool, man. I'm glad it sounds impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, Dither did really well, and that was, I don't, that I wouldn't say that was your first major project, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it was the as, first big undertaking. Yeah, so. Oh, hold on. I have oh, yeah, a go ahead. Go not ahead. so serious question. Yeah. Did you get to eat at that Michelin star restaurant? No. Oh, no. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was like pay a million dollars or what? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It'd be how it awesome works. to eat well, at yeah, Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. Tasting, yeah. I mean, this one specifically was like, um, it wasn't like a tasting menu. It was like an actual menu. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess we should say, um, Brett, we can find you at. Um, hoycreative.com yeah absolutely so i have i have a few different endeavors yeah. right now so i have plug Hoy- your stuff yeah i have a uh, hoycreative.com which everybody can find and my stuff's up there easily accessible i also have another company that i recently started that's going to be my actual commercial uh work and that's with two other guys dana wada and david pitt uh, cool. david pitt is my dp dana wada is basically my producer and uh that company is called prism three so p-r-i-s-m spelled out three.com and you cool. can find us there Cool. And then also on Instagram at the only to Brett Hoy.com. So there you go. Cool. There and we go. should say Hoy as in H O Y. Yeah. And okay. Brett as in B R E T. One T. One T. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Very bizarre. <laughs> That's why it's the only Brett Hoy. I'm not being egotistical. I'm just saying I'm literally the only Brett Hoy. That's <laughs> um, good stuff, man. Well, listen, uh, go check out his work and uh, be on the lookout. More is coming. Obviously, you're hearing it now. But I kind of want to talk about before we get into the theory, real quick, I'd like to just bring up just movies today I, I feel like i need to get something out have you seen mother i have not seen okay, mother well, that, yet. That's, that's <laughs> have, you, have you seen it i have have I, you i haven't i was just literally reading reviews I for it last night i should have gave like, you guys homework to watch it so we wait. can talk about what do you it. think is it gonna give me nightmares no It'd no no be no. like high school i wouldn't <laughs> um, do it i'm sure that you probably read at least i read, I don't a, know, I read a lot of reviews for it yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean it got some the most subversive very bad thing but it was it was miss it was miss uh marketed it is not what you have seen. Yeah. Well, I think now is it a horror film? I think no. now they're changing. Okay. No. Now they're changing okay. their but, advertising. Well, is yeah. it a hit piece on Christianity? It's uh, like that's everything what? that he does, though. That's is everything okay. Aronofsky does. Okay. Basically. Griff, if you you should watch this because okay. you'd pick up on these. You'd pick up on it instantly. But I, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I went and saw with my girlfriend, who is a big J Law fan, as as I am. Too. I'm a big J Law um, fan. Too. She did not care for it. I, on the other hand, walked out questioning just because I, 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 it took me two, I would say a day or two to process. And when that process finished, it hit me. I was like, I really dug that fucking movie. I really right. liked it. Any like, movie that makes well, you it think. Well, it made you for think like, for two days. Two days straight. Well, I'm, I'm into it. But because so. I didn't pick up, there are obvious things. I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, a lot of the f- other film people that I've talked to kind of picked up on it much quicker than I did. Griff, you would, you'd probably pick up on it quicker than I did too, but, um, Thanks. I guess there's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Keith, you'd pick up on it if like Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone was in there, maybe arm yeah. wrestling or something. We're talking over the top. I'm <laughs> in. If he's, if yeah, but yeah, listen, an American guy arm wrestling. I, it was, <laughs> it was uh, out of the movies that I've seen in a long time. It was probably the most interesting and uh, decision wise, and uh, from a sound standpoint, I found it very, very interesting. 
uh, totally different and can't really talk about it without spoiling. So I'm not going to, but go ahead and spoil it, man. You know, I'm no, not going to watch no. it. I can't. I won't. <laughs> I really I'd like though. to say something about <laughs> so, mother though. Go ahead. Because I think that one of the things that's, I have been so often recently, I don't remember this when I was younger is movies that are incredibly polarizing. Yeah. Like movies that are coming out in mainstream audiences that are like two mainstream theaters, I should say that are incredibly polarizing. And the movies that really come, come to my mind are, uh, recently are the witch and it comes at night. Yes. Um, I am like as big of a fan of the witch as you could possibly get, but I, I saw it four times in theaters. Okay. Wow. And literally I'm not kidding. Every single time I left the movie theater and I heard someone go, I'm so sorry. We took you to see. Yeah, that. no. Yeah. Definitely. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, and because, because what I think is happening right now is there, as any film becomes bigger and as those movies make it into the theaters. And I know that Darren Aronofsky is not indie, but he does go off of that. Those kind of new, it's like almost like a new genre. Yes. And I think that, I think that Mother is a kind of an offshoot of that. Is, well, definitely. You can hear a lot of the reviews where I actually say, I've, I've actually listened to a lot of podcasts and stuff, kind of critiquing J-Law just for her decision to do it because it was such not, they people would say, a mainstream norm. You know, it's kind of like you get the indie feel. Hats off to her for that. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, and believe absolutely. me, of course she killed it. It was amazing. I highly suggest anyone out there. But Brad, I got to ask you, man, it sounds like, um, it sounds like deep into the, a, horror, a horror guy. Or no. So I'm a horror fan that does not like horror as a genre. I'm like oh, I'm like the worst kind of horror fan. I got, so explain like that to me. Horror movies that are done like I don't know more artistically, more well so deeper that, meaning well, than just trying to scare the shit. Well, so out can of I you tell you that's why I that's why yeah. I personally I'm obsessed with horror movies, and the reason is is because it's so hard to make a good one in my eyes. Yeah. That when you get that good one, it's like like The Witch, and it comes at night. Those two movies right there. I mean. You know, I've seen throughout from there, I've seen a hundred other horror movies, yes. but in order to make something solid and a solid, yeah. you know, like that, to me, it's so much harder because there's so much just you well, know, horror movie here. Horror I movie like, cause I think, yeah, it's really easy to do the same old horror movie. What would make a horror movie good? And I probably won't watch it anyway. Cause I'm a little girl. I'll be scared. Uh, but <laughs> uh, is if you're trying to make a point, right. And you use the horror genre as like a vehicle for your point, but you're not just trying to make a horror movie and then. Well, I think, no, I mean, I actually, I see what you're getting at there. I think that, like, there's, like, horror, it has different kind of vehicles. And I think that one of the things that is happening right now in film is that they're dealing less with physical manifestations of fear, like Michael Myers and, you know, like, you mm -hmm. know, you yeah. know, whatever you want to say. They're not, yeah, they're not dealing with that because that kind of acute fear that people fear is not actually something that we experience in our daily lives. And the things that we do experience in our daily lives are things that grow under the surface. And maybe mother is a little bit over the top. So we won't go there, but the things yeah. of, you know, mistrust and that kind of happens in horror literature. And so yeah. those ideas that have been kind of growing in horror literature for a long time, what we kind of call like being disturbed or like, you know, things that are really disquieting and, you know, create a lot of anxiety in it. Yeah. Those things are what I consider in a lot of ways, horror. Same. And when I say I like horror, I like a lot of horror films, but I also like a lot of films that even if they do have those physical manifestations of fear, I like when they go beyond that and they kind of uh, disturb us in other ways. Yeah, Like definitely. we're not worried about the anticipation of sound or something jumping out and taking us. We're worried about like, you know, the, the outside things. Definitely. And, and don't you think that was a big part of The Witch where people oh. went in expecting a slasher, uh, a jump scare, uh, and then really to come out and be like, what was that? When I came out, I was like, oh my, I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like that's that's my ballpark. But don't you think that people go in thinking, okay, we're gonna get some loud hits, some loud sound hits. We're gonna get a couple quick, super quick edits, and it's like, 
that's not your game if you're if you're hitting that. The best thing to do is to go onto Amazon and read reviews of The Witch and it comes at night because one of the things that people will say is nothing came at night and it's like <laughs> yeah yeah that's it, the point that's the point yeah. Yeah. like just and, the anxiety yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. okay I mean you could go deeper totally than that. get that see that would fuck with me more than just a slasher no the, sl- film. the exactly. slasher films never scare me yeah never. Same that's here. the point yeah. that's, it's anticipation and release yeah. it's see, not I think that's why I'm so turned off a horror because I don't I just I call them jump scares. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to jump out at me and I'm going to freak the fuck that's out probably, really that's quick. That's why I really don't like horror movies. Just, you know what I mean? Just demonic little girls. Just stop putting them in <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. But, Deal with it. But now, <laughs> so that's but now what, something like that, that kind of piques my interest right. because I, I, I'm into that. So that's like, what I was saying. That would freak me out way more right. than anything else. And so else. that's what yeah. I meant as far as making a good horror movie, something that doesn't have little girls or Can't doesn't do have. Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, no, don't get me wrong. I love the paranormal movies. I love, you know. Well, well you, you know, also love Sharknado. So. I love everything. <laughs> I love everything. Don't judge him for that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but it takes a lot to make something like The Witch or something where. Okay. See, that's something I would check out. Yeah, you should that's something, check it out. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, I would highly suggest that. And I think I'm, there are more films that kind of express that than people might think one of the things that i always tell people and this is kind of i'm kind of being facetious here but like i always say my favorite horror film is there will be blood <laughs> and uh-huh. and i it's not really so i'm not gonna make right. that argument but what i will say is if you listen to the score isolated it's very horror-esque yeah and, if you go from, and then you see the kind of path that he takes and what he ends up i mean it's it's about greed of course yeah right? um but what he does is you know obviously i think that there's a lot of things you can learn about horror um especially modern horror from there will be blood yeah i think okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll start there. (laughs) It's not a horror film, but I like to call it that. I'll tell you what, you guys, it's time. We're getting, uh, this weekend will be October. You know, it's time to jump in. You know, they're going to play slasher films and stuff like that. Because those are the classics, but I'm saying, Keith, step outside the box this this month, man. Give me one. Just give Mm. me one movie this month. I have a really tight box. I know. Oh, that's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, I do characters. Well. See, I think that it's different. That sure. might be why I favor uh, like TV shows more than movies. Just from the camera, the uh, just from the characters. Or, oh, oh yeah. The TV shows definitely dialogue. Yeah, that gets and to character. do it. I, 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 get it, I really get into character. That's why I love movies, Dude, like how, good movies though. Watch Game you bring of Thrones. There's a middle ground Game to be found. It's too. the yeah. best character development. There's a middle <laughs> ground to be found for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, watch it, Keith. I, I mean, eventually I'm gonna have to fucking watch it. I get it. I get it. It's the greatest TV show ever, Tim. I get it. Uh, Even though I beg to differ, The Office was the greatest TV show ever. Breaking Bad. Oh, I haven't. I have not started that. My brother just finished it. What about Sons? I haven't finished. You an SOA guy? No, no. Man, that's a soap opera, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's a biker soap opera. Sons is not in this. Doesn't fall into that same top notch category. I don't think. I I like. Also, Charlie Hunnam's American accent is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, so bad. I was big on Sons for like the first three seasons, and then I fell off. I also like. I really enjoy uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh that is yeah. like yes. that's my favorite TV the, show maybe ever the made. Top, like, yeah. Talk yes. about character Comedy. development. Maybe the top. Since yes. day one, maybe the top Dennis Comedy. has been the fucking crazy dude. <laughs> Mac has been a gay dude. Like Since the first episode, <laughs> yeah. it, and it is you, retarded. And they slowly flushed that. Yes. And then I, I love when they go back and they'll do like uh, gun debate two or whatever yeah. and then they go back uh charty mcdennis and oh my all God. that dude i fucking love it's it dennis is one of my favorite characters 
ever and anything. Oh, the progression of oh Dennis is just, just unreal. Absolutely the best <laughs> scenes ever yeah. is the uh, like the implication scene where oh, he's like gotta get on the boat. But the implication. Yeah, the implication. He's like, it sounds like you're going to hurt these girls. Like, no, <laughs> no, but, no. But just think but of the, the implication. implication. <laughs> Bad. We're out on a boat <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. There's no help. Yeah. And whoa, then, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think it was two seasons talk. ago when they're on the cruise ship. They yeah. have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, they have nowhere to go. The, the last episode's pretty crazy, too. It's like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So yeah. yeah. Well, so I just oh, learned yeah. this last. I Sorry, one more thing. Oh, no, you're good. I just learned this last night. Um, and I hope this is true because I'm repeating it right now. But apparently that show was going to get canceled after season one. Yeah. And, and the only reason Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito yeah. is because his kids like the show. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, was yeah. Why. I, but I, I heard Danny DeVito wrote them like a letter. And it's like, I'm a big fan. I'd love to work with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Didn't even, he said he didn't get the humor, but his kids loved it. And they're like, it's going to get canceled. Oh yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy how it works. I but, still uh, can't believe Frank it's one of the best characters. It's never ever. won an Emmy. I can believe it, yeah. But like, it's I mean, bullshit. No, Kubrick, that's, Kubrick, that's wild to me. Kubrick never won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Man. Yeah. All, All right, sorry. Let's, let's, no, yeah. we're good. It's yeah. just uh, too offbeat for you know. It's yeah, not well, like yeah, it's artsy. Not, exactly. Not, I don't know. But it's it doesn't it's fit like their mold mainstream of any of the things though. <laughs> but it's not mainstream. I don't enough. know. Griff has a point there, man. No, it's not mainstream enough, and it's not like understand the people that are voting on you know. Yeah, show me numbers. They want numbers, fuck or, or they want you, or they want you to fit that that very artsy mold, or the, and they're just doing their own thing. Award shows in general mean nothing. Yeah, I, I agree, one hundred and twenty percent. Yeah. Um, all right, so Brett, before we move on, man, I got just a couple questions for you. Super quick hits with like a shot clock. We'll just cool. do it, kind of hit them. Yeah. Um, favorite movie of all time? Do you have one? Oh, that's, that's a tough right, question. I could do I could do more, but it depends on the day. I would say right now, probably my favorite film right now yeah. is like Magnolia again. Okay. I, I, that was my favorite film for a long time. I haven't, and then seen, I haven't seen that, I don't think. That's another Paul Thomas Anderson film. Okay. Um, and uh, it's really good. It's, it's like a mosaic of people in Los Angeles right. and it has one of the craziest endings uh, films ever. I'll have to check okay. it out. Yeah, me too. So, okay, well then let's, uh, let's bounce to... Um, Favorite, uh, favorite recent most most impression lasting movie recently. Uh, Do you mean a movie that's come out this year? No, just recent. I mean within okay. that I've just seen. Five. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean just a couple years, three, five. I mean something okay. that like when you think of when somebody says like, what's the last movie that really stuck out to you? I mean, I mean honestly, it really was The Witch. Really, um, and I I saw it comes at night recently too, and I really liked that. Man, I know there's been more, but I'm having trouble thinking off the top of my head. That's all right. It's kind of a very general. I, so broad I should question. I should say this too. I watch probably like five or six movies a week, um, and so like when I have watched <laughs> so many movies that are not from this year, like recently, that it's like I I'm actually really behind. <laughs> but so recent movies are kind of kind of over my head. I've been way too gotcha. busy. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, now I know that you're a director, but I'm saying um, in mainstream it is you might not even want to answer this question, but. Um, favorite actor or maybe an actor where uh, if that actor or actress one of each is in that movie it's an automatic C maybe that, uh, something along those lines well uh, for a long time my favorite actor was Philip Seymour Hoffman but he died yeah um, from there it's kind of I don't know it's a little bit difficult for me to to choose exactly oh man I have to kind of think about that that decisive thing just went out the window <laughs> um, so it's not well, it's Matthew kind of, McConaughey it's not Matthew McConaughey it's not probably. Keanu no it's not Keanu oh. it'd be a lot cooler if it was <laughs> What if he was oh, just man. like, boom, Keanu Reeves? Bro. You know, like, oh. it's, it's strange. I don't really have actors that I'll see every movie from, even if they're bad. 
I have directors that I'll see. Okay. okay. Give me, give me, yeah. give me. Uh, obviously, I think right now, Robert Eggers, he's making, he's the guy that made The Witch, so I'm yeah. definitely going to see whatever he makes. For sure. Um, Nosferatu was a big one. Um, Paolo Sorrentino, he's the guy that made The Great Beauty and Youth, and then probably The Young Pope, the series on HBO. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. He made that. Um, I pretty much watch anything that he made. He's getting up there in age, though, so he's getting a little bit older. Um, you know, uh, right, Trey Edward Schultz, um, he's the guy that made It Comes at Night. Um, okay. He also made Krisha, yeah. which was a really great yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's an intense movie that is uh, intense. emotionally. Yes. Um, he's really good. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Um, Dennis, uh, I, I don't know how to say his name, but I think it's Dennis Villanueva. He's making Blade Runner. Oh, he also okay. made Arrival. Um, and gotcha. yeah, he's he's incredible. Um, I'll definitely see anything that he makes. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's people like that out there for sure. Great, man. Well, anything else before we move on to the theory of the week? Top recent like box office uh, hit you can think of. Hmm. I mean, I like Does Get that Out. Be super recent. Yeah. Get Out. Me too. Yeah, yeah I like Get Out. Oh, I loved Get Out so much, yeah. man. So much. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. Yeah, did not see it. Used to say I didn't see it till like probably like a month ago. See, he says he watches five six movies a week. I've watched five six movies every five six years. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit right, on the well, other end. See, see if you can pencil it in the next, yeah, next if, decade. Okay, if it I doesn't have this. Batman in it. I'm out. I will say this. The last it's not movie, the Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. I'm gone. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. You do you. Okay. The last movie I saw in theaters that I that was a blockbuster that I absolutely loved though was Guardians of the Galaxy One. I uh, love oh, Guardians that, of the that Galaxy. That is the first one. And, I, have and I'm that, not a yeah. Marvel person necessarily, yeah. but yeah, that was, was the, uh, the soundtrack. The brother it was just from St. Louis. The brother, one yeah, of them, um, both the brothers, James Gunn. Yeah, because I just watched the horror movie that he the St. Louis. Wait, are they both from St. Louis? So it's well, James Gunn. They they're brothers. brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they one, don't have to be. But one of them are. just made, man, what was that movie where everyone's trapped in that office? Yeah, like? it's it's like Office Space slash, it, man, what was it, it called? Uh, it's, uh, it's an address or something, isn't it? Was it an address? No, it's, uh, man, I cannot remember, but it was, oh, it was, it was, it was, the, the, purge, it was the purge mixed with Office Space. Was it was like the, everyone had to, they had it. yeah. Oh, they, wow. <laughs> well, was it, they had time, they had to kill a certain amount of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise Battle Royale mixed with Office Space is what yeah. it was. Battle Royale mixed with Office Space. That's the, name, the pitch. I forget. very entertaining. I had a good time with that one. But, Damn. Um, okay, well, listen, before we move on to the theory, we should, well, I'm going to say it again. HoyCreative.com, that's H-O-Y, and you can find uh, Brett at... Uh, B-R-E-T. One T, yeah. One well, T, well, but Hoy Creative is just by itself, yeah, and then okay. yeah, the, the only, only Brett, Brett Hoy, and yeah, Instagram. and then Prism Three, right? Yeah, Prism Three, and that's all okay. spelled out. dot com. So cool. So go out there, check out his stuff, man. Uh, all right, guys. Well, let's let's move on. They're Keith, why don't you uh, bring us in, man? Theory of the week this week. What do you got for us? Okay, boys. Are dinosaurs real? Or oh no, were <laughs> dinosaurs? Oh no, real? I already know exactly oh, where we're going. No. Here we go. God damn it! <laughs> all right, boys. A lot of people out there that don't believe dinosaurs ever existed. Whoa, but wait, Keith, can you explain the fossils to me? He'll get, I'm sure he'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. okay. Were you saying ever, ever? Like at no, all? ever. Oh, they man. never existed. Right, okay, okay right. so I have some bullet points here. All right. <laughs> it's really just an article by a crazy guy, but uh, it's okay. an there's, extinction there's... level event of this magnitude would have destroyed all life on Earth, not just the dinosaurs. I mean, okay. He's so, got a point. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. It, 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 plant life would not have survived or anything, but life has a way. <laughs> okay. Jurassic Remember Park. That? Jeff Goldblum. There we go. Jesus. Jeff Goldblum knows. Keep hit me with the yes. next one. Um, there would not have been enough food or fresh water uh, for plant-based animals this big to have lived on the earth. There's just 
Not enough. What? <laughs> Not <laughs> enough. <laughs> Can you give me some <laughs> some numbers, some stats? <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Something yeah. to yeah, yeah. Elephants. That elephants are here. <laughs> Have you seen a blue whale? Oh, here we go, Griff. You know how I feel about the whales. They're not. They're not on the land. Okay, okay we're talking about strictly. Do blue land whales exist animals. in this theory? I, I think that's a good question. Oh yeah, it could have been. Would have been wiped out. I don't right? know. It's not I a don't trick know. by the devil. <laughs> sorry, okay. did I just? Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> You're here to poke holes in this. That is. What else you got, Keith? Uh, no one is allowed to question dino dinosaur orthodoxy without extremely harsh criticism. Because I mean, you better that have is true. Because you, you better mean, have though? good reasons to question. Believe in dinosaurs or else, Tim. All right, that's pretty much what you get. Yeah, yeah. Or else you're stupid. It, it, no, that's a good point though. Because as soon as you bring it up, everyone's already at you. Like you can't even question it. You can't even question it, man. Fucking science center. We can go look at some shit. Right. That's coming up. Oh, here we go. That's man. coming oh, up for you right okay. here, man. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. Man, this is a long article, dang. Uh, yeah, it's really Those long. crocodiles still alive. They're basically uh, The lack of <laughs> perpetual fossil evidence. Everyone should be finding these bones in their backyards. Oh, what do you say to that, Griff? There's a lot of lack of evidence, but also not a lot of people are digging that deep in their backyards. <laughs> Just throwing that out yeah. there. Keep, keep That's that, true. Keep that for hey, you, yeah. you, you, didn't, yeah. you haven't dug in your I'll support yard. you on that one, man. Okay. I, I didn't even say that one. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I love this. They all are. Uh... Dinosaurs didn't exist in mythology. Yeah, Griff. That's well, not true. Okay. Well, they, they did. But they and did. Second, yeah. And secondly, humans because did. humans have only been around for, in our current form, what, uh, a couple hundred thousand years? You saw years, the Flintstones, really, Tim. As fully evolved humans. <laughs> Dinosaurs died out, what, 85 million years ago? Hey, art is a reflection of reality. 60, 60, okay. 60, 60, so the Flintstones were real. Of all the bullet points so far, that one's the most revealing of this person's actual intellectualism. Like, <laughs> well, well, yeah. Like, there's not even like a remote like sense of like 65 uh, million years don't. ago yeah. versus 200. Like what? Yeah. Well, what is yeah. Griff? You don't think anybody Trust back, me, we, back in the day found the you bone? Should listen, go back and listen to these idiots <laughs> talk about the building of the pyramids. I wasn't here for that. Oh, like, man. I would have had a yes. fucking, a fucking I mean, conniption. Hang on, hang on. the pyramids. They, they really get confused talk about 5,000 years ago and 68 million years ago. <laughs> like they both happened a long time ago. Like, <laughs> Fucking go fuck yourselves. <laughs> now, okay. I'm, I'm usually a man of dates, but when it comes to dinosaurs building yeah. the pyramids, I just, did, <laughs> just dropped off All 67 million point, oh 6.9 million. All we're saying is just uh, think about it, man. I, I thought about, about it. it. I'm just okay. saying. Just saying. Just like, think just about let it. Let it breathe, man. Just yeah. think about I it. I watched the first few, few ups, uh, seasons of Ancient Aliens, guys. I've thought about it. Yeah. Aliens. Uh <laughs> A full skeleton of a dinosaur has never been found. Not Ooh, even close to one. Where you at, Griff? What's up, dude? Like, pretty sure there has. This ain't close, and, for sure. Yeah, yeah not like a pretty close. Up. Okay, maybe there's like a little part part of the tibia I think that's the, gone or something. I think something. in the sea they've found full. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't know. And also, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's not me, Tim. Don't direct this at Well, me. we don't know, Keith. We haven't, we, haven't heard, we haven't heard your stance on this yet, so keep going. Yeah, I know. I it's know. like one okay. of my favorite movies. You're telling me there weren't little talking dinosaurs around? Even an extinction-level event would not have destroyed the dinosaurs who lived in the deep ocean. Ooh. I thought we weren't talking about the ocean. Well, he just... At that no. point, he wasn't. Yeah, at that. that point, I wasn't, Tim. You know what would have killed him, though? Fucking up the, the food. Sorry. I mean... <laughs> The food would have gotten fucked up, and you know, the big ones couldn't survive. But anyway, go on. 
Uh, the only one. Okay, yeah, that's all the bullet points. Oh, okay. I got right. uh, oh. The only one that really uh, gets me on this, the only one that's semi believable. You're missing some good points on this. Is uh, that the bones are actually uh, the shit you see in the museums are yeah. not the real bones; they're plaster fills or whatever. And uh, actually, not a lot of people have seen the actual dinosaur bones. Well, the, well there's and, not actual uh, bones; they're cal- you know, yeah, calcified, yeah, they're, right? Yeah, remains. But exactly. So, like, a journalist so isn't going to see that. What you really fucked up there. here, though, Keith. Oh, let me wait. tell you where you got this wrong. Oh, damn like, it, Tim! You were, please enlighten me. You were close. There are fossils. There are you know dinosaur bones or big air quotes here, guys, out there, because the devil put them there. What? Oh, because he confuse us. See, see, I didn't. The world I, I, is I only ten thousand years old, so obviously see? there couldn't possibly okay, be dinosaurs Tim. from six eight million years ago. So the devil put them there. So that you wouldn't trust the Bible and you would think the world's older than it is. See, I didn't want to go that uh, route. Yeah. I, I yeah. saw actually a lot of articles on that. That's the big oh, my That would be the big theory. That. that would be what fundamentalist Christians truly believe. It, that the yeah. devil, wait, say, I that don't know. say that again. That the devil, true fundamentalists, all yeah, like yeah. 500 of them. There's 500. Dog, there's a lot more. There's a lot <laughs> yeah, more than that. Bro. Okay. Bro. Well, we won't, we let's won't. hop in our car and drive just a little bit south. We'll start running into yeah. Springfield, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, when, when I was in Colorado, in a small town, they had a fucking full fucking fake arc built and shit. <laughs> These motherfuckers. That's amazing. Yeah. So, Griff, wait, can you repeat that real quick for me, though? The, the, devil, the devil put them there. The great the great joker, the great jester, the great liar, the great confuser. Uh, <laughs> okay. He, he, you know, he, he always wants to throw man off, you know, yeah. from his, his divine promise to God. <laughs> Just can't even finish his own sentence, this guy. No, that was religion. Um, but so he wants to confuse you. He, he wants you to not believe, you know, the divine truth that's in the Bible. But yeah, God created Adam and Eve mm. as guardians over all the animals 10,000 years ago. Certainly not 68 million years ago or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Brett, I got to hear Brett, you got, you got and, something. Uh, no, I, I don't have anything to and say. So I'm just, just, <laughs> just experiencing. To, to throw us off, you know, to throw us off and ruin our faith, he put fake... Fossils and stuff. There's like, oh, okay. Oh, so uh, so we would doubt the Bible. So this just guy, like all of these, this dumb, guy didn't bring it up in this article, but these dumb uh, science assholes believe. Today. I've also, I unfortunately every week, uh, me or Tim have to like really dig into some of these <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. And uh, another big point is uh, not a lot of people are paleontologists and uh, Ross Geller. Well. Besides the most famous paleontologist, yeah. Ross Geller. Yeah, good, good shout out there. <laughs> Sam Neill. Sam uh, Neill, of course. It's almost like a... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jurassic. yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Right. Keith didn't right. get that one. A boys club. And not a lot of people are paleontologists. And uh, not a lot of people actually search for dinosaur bones. And also another one is that uh, carbon dating only can go back 40,000 years. Ooh. Not you need, you need millions like, of years bone to do carbon don't you like you can't do it on can you carbon date fossils because all you have is like rock i think that dating but but dating bones is not like they don't date bones by being like okay this bone is this we're gonna carbon date they they, do do yeah 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 yeah, the depth where they find them at yeah so just saying that's uh part of this Mm. myth or uh (laughs) Conspiracy. Don't, don't we can poke Solid a lot of holes in that. those points, though. Well, Brett, let me. Hear, where you at uh, on this, man? I mean, let's, so, let's hear. I mean, first of all, I mean, it's a very obviously sound theory. Anything but... you say can be explained away by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> let's stay, uh, Griff. Let's stay away from the the religious side. We 
we, uh, I don't even want to. I mean, we kind of already went down there, actually. I'm just saying the devil explains it all. <laughs> but, okay, so first of all, people don't discover dinosaur bones in their backyards because there's usually not, like, you know, disruption in the crust in your backyard. It's so, like, obviously, like, you know, like, in Colorado where there's, like, layers that are actually exposed, you do see at least some evidence sometimes. Um, it also depends on where you live. So, like, that's that could at least be one explanation. Well, that's at least one. Or you just or dig. You're yeah, not yeah, digging deep enough, there you bro. Dig. You dig, for or sure. You just you, you rent a bobcat, get... right? And you just make a weekend out of I'm it. I'm going to rent a backhoe. I'm going to uproot yeah. this tree. And you just go. And I'm going after the yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. you probably get rich if you find one, right? Like, Yeah, I think so. I oh, mean, I mean, you're yeah. going to oh, yeah. hit, hit gold. The problem if, is you can't, you yeah, can't right. dig on on land yeah. right right you can't yeah. you, you can only do it on private land i don't know so. man there's a lot of people out there digging swimming pools you think they'd be finding t-rexes left and right by the way there yeah, are people there are yep. people in utah and in places that do own private land that uh, have that dig up fossils all the time we don't trust the state. there are I'm we don't kidding. trust the state and of utah <laughs> and, and and actually there's a there's a land there's a quarry in italy that has been owned for 400 years by you know like by one family they keep on digging and they find never la- layers and stuff and it's actually interesting when they first discovered this they blamed it they said the things we're finding are based on the crusades they brought them back in the crusades oh what oh yeah, uh, that was what they did in italy in that 1600 is wild. interesting wait Explain that one to me a little bit. They were bringing, they thought they were bringing so back. They found things like palm trees yeah. um, underground because it clearly was, you know, millions and millions of years old, but right. that wasn't the way the climate was. And so they're like, oh, they brought these palm trees back from the Holy Land uh-huh. okay. and they buried them and then we found them now. That's what they said. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was like, and it's God. crazy. There's creative yeah. logic. There's, uh, there's, wow. <laughs> there's sharks. I mean, it was pretty incredible what they had there too. And also dinosaurs in the ocean, sharks been around since then okay well uh, yes crocodiles alligators been around for Loch Ness monster possibly yeah, yeah the what's that called it's that uh i can't think of it that has a has a name i mean yeah that one thing I, also <laughs> like if you go deep enough in the ocean yeah i'm sure those fish are dinosaurs like it probably took billions of years to develop oh, yeah. like yeah lights on top of their heads and there's some stuff down everything there, else yeah oh, there's, well, there's a lot of stuff we still haven't even discovered that's what i'm yet. saying yeah. so i mean i don't like thinking about that yeah me neither but oh, man, it's scary deep sea creatures are it's yeah the one thing though can we talk about is one of the points which it's not a very solid point for backing up a theory but it is true though that if it is brought up in any sense as we see with griff here yep. it's automatic yeah. yep going for the throat jump on like there's not even a not even a debate, Griff. It's not even like yeah. a thought. You didn't what? even have that di- that dinosaurs. I mean, <laughs> I bet you if you talk to this dude that wrote the article, the he gives a no, lot no, more no, convincing no. statement than me. Well, yeah, Griff, Keith, <laughs> the way Keith explained. But I'm just saying, like, if someone was to come up to you and say, "Dude, I honestly I believe that dinosaurs were never real. We're not a thing," you would automatically jump on them and be like, ah, "Fuck you!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to school. So. You're that, stupid. Wow. <laughs> Kyrie Irving brought that up in Media Day this yeah. week. Wait, he yeah. brought dinosaurs? No, not dinosaurs. Oh, flat earth. Flat, he was saying, the yeah, flat earth. They said that yeah. he was like, oh, I was just playing you guys. Yeah, I was just letting you No, he it. legit thought it was. No, he, he did, but that yeah. was the thing. He was like, he's like, no, that, it had the intended effect. You guys just yeah. said that I was stupid. He went back on it. He's he, not a true, he's yeah. not a true earther. I, I, Dude, I saw I a know. funny tweet. I, I like Kyrie, so I didn't, I wanted to believe he was just like. No, I 100% he believed it. Uh, B.O.B. for sure does. Though. But the Dude, poor oh, sure. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that I up, think we actually. we all going to bring that up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, can we talk about the, B.O.B.? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, my. But can we finish? Before we can move on to I'm going to donate $20. 
To BOB? Yeah. Because oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing the GoFundMe satellite, dude. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole GoFundMe Don't. thing is it started at 200,000 and then went to 100 million. It's, yeah. like, it's like, it's like within a day, they're like, oh, wait, we, we miscalculated. We're going to get a fancy satellite. is something that orbits the Earth. Uh, so, so, Griff, can you what, can at least say, this thing going to Griff, orbit? can you How's please it, explain for everyone listening what BOB is trying to do here? He's trying to build a fucking satellite because he's stupid. To prove what, though? A series of satellites. Flat. A series And of thinks satellites. that the Earth is flat, so he wants his own satellite now, to prove it. A series of satellites, apparently. Um, can I, can we, real quick, though, before we jump into BOB, can I just, can we just get a, a oh, can, we yeah, yeah, yeah. can we get a percentage of yeah, the dinosaur and then we can jump over there? Oh, do you want me to start? I'm going to take a wild guess at what your percentage is. Zero percent. Zero percent. Oh wow, Keith, what's your percentage of this? <laughs> always, always a ten. Given a ten percent. ten percent. Ten percent. And which, you of, think which there's one which out one of those ten chances that dinosaurs didn't? Which exist? one of those bullet it's not points? One out of ten. That's ten percent. No. 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 <laughs> Math. No. <laughs> which? What, what? Any of those bullet points that, or just just because? Like, what's your reasoning for ten eh, percent? I don't know everything. I like that answer. <laughs> Brett, what that percentage? Makes me, that makes me feel what real percentage Do you believe that dinosaurs were not real? I think I'll give it a point zero one. Ooh, oh, okay. because because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they didn't exist in the format that we think they did, maybe they there's like something else that changed. Like maybe it was you know some. I'll 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 give them points for creativity too. How about that? How about that? Okay. First of all, I want to point out. I'm saying point zero. I'll make point zero zero one. Ooh, How about that? Because there's always zero you're leaving room for doubt. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm Griff just goes saying. hard zeros. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to change my. I'm answer. a real. Oh. I'm a real scientist Bullshit. here. I'm leaving room. <laughs> Got a little little bit yeah, Right. I'm not doing this because I'm a real scientist. But, uh, <laughs> I'm doing this because uh, I'll leave three percent room for the devil. Three <laughs> percent. Okay. All right. Um. So that leaves me. What? Hmm. You know, I've been thinking, Keith, I think there were some solid points made, man. And I'm going 60%. <laughs> oh, yes. I hate you Thank so you. much. Griff, you ain't digging in your backyard, man. <laughs> I, found, yeah. I found seashell fossils. How much do you before. know about paleontology? Yeah, man. Not a lot. Not okay. A lot, I'll be honest. Not a whole lot. There but, you uh, go. There were large reptiles that once from Listen, the Listen, Griff, I, a long time ago, you mentioned many episodes ago, I was almost a complete full supporter of the pyramids being helped being built, built by, by dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And I'm not turning back on that. So they're real because they built the pyramids, man. Well, that's so you can't give 60% that they didn't exist if you're giving 100% that they no. built the pyramids. No. <laughs> this math doesn't add up. Also, 60% that they... I mean, oh, should I go? It's probably 100% then. You have up. to give it 0% because you believe that they built the pyramids. So therefore they existed. Yeah, so but not you, the but right you gave time a, scale. You gave, wait, you, but gave, they you gave a zero percent chance that, that they, they didn't. That oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to yeah. give oh. a zero percent chance. Yeah, they didn't then I'd be exist. matching Griff then though. You want to match? No, no, no. You you're, want oh, to match? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. just still wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going. Yeah, okay. yeah. I need to reverse that for okay. entirely different reasons. Negative zero. Negative not negative zero. Negative percent. And being right in your percentage. You're wrong in life. Yeah. Let's just let's just that that was embarrassing. Let's just move past that. Um so we talked about BOB. Guys, what I should say is Griff just mentioned if you don't know who BOB is, get out from under the rock. You know, he's he's a rapper. He actually makes very good music. Can we pretend and that he, I have to say, um he he has an album out on on iTunes uh, yeah. or Apple, wherever you get Is that Flat Earth? You, no, it's called Elements, okay? And every single song. If the whole song is not directly about a conspiracy, 
it is majority referenced like heavily. Um, some are completely one thousand percent just can fuck the government this and that. But he does a the song one number one the songs are good they're good songs and number two he does a great job of weaving in these conspiracies and his own feelings and actually making a legit song out of them. I, I highly suggest if you're any kind of conspiracy uh, if you're into conspiracy theories in any way and you like hip hop. I highly suggest Elements. I really don't know how he does it, but he does a really good job. He's very at it. good. At it. Now, <laughs> a great artist. Now, not a great, he honestly, not a great scientist. Well, he actually. You have things. to believe them in order to be able to like write about them like that. Oh, he's for sure does. So then we go over exactly. here to Griff. What you were saying, he was. He's going now. He's doing a GoFundMe to put satellites out in space and prove that the world that the is Earth flat. is a pizza. Yes. yes. Now, fellas, I Keith, mean, you said you're donating money. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna Brett, donate twenty bucks. Where, where are you at? I'll, I'll take a screenshot <laughs> and post it. I think I want to see that. One of the things that I've heard recently that I think is pretty accurate is like we just need to have like there needs somebody needs to find the edge of the earth for me to really kind of have an opinion on uh, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now. Here we go. There's a big ice wall, dude. Yeah, ice it's wall? Uh, yeah. ice wall. You're gonna get well, to the edge of the wall? earth, and people are gonna tell you it's actually Antarctica. But but that's but that's not the edge because I mean you could go around. Uh, that's you thinking as a globe. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. that's not flat. That's, oh, I'm thinking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That's thinking you wrong. thinking it's a globe. The problem is, but not only, but not it's only, it's actually a ring or uh, a, a square. And you'll go around a, the a box of it's ice. It's a pizza dog. You'll go around the edge of the pizza. Oh, oh okay. It's a circle. Oh, See, it I doesn't actually. Yeah, so it's not flat. It's actually three dimensional. It's just flat, like. On one, like it, you know what I mean? I'm like, totally it's not confused like, about the argument they're trying to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it I, doesn't I, make I, sense. I had, a, <laughs> clearly, I had a, guy, yeah, yeah. a guy in my work try to tell me, well, like, the earth's flat, you know, but like what it's in isn't flat. What? Like, what? What? No. That, excuse me? <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get like, okay, so the earth isn't flat, but it is flat, but it's not flat. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, right. that was what yeah. he was trying to do. What I was going to say is the nature of satellites going into space and orbiting something, it doesn't make any sense if it's flat. Um, they would they would say they're just not in space. Yeah, they're tall. But but he said it he wanted to send it to space to prove well, that all the to, other ones are to, fake. Well, yeah, because <laughs> because okay. his big belief Which is he, everything is computer generated, and the every image we the, get from space is just computer. Yeah, generated. Is there a reason why we have to spend a hundred million dollars to figure that out? He, well, that well, listen also, to, you should listen to his music. He, uh, oh, the more amazing he, thing is the rocketry it. technology and stuff he's planning on using. Does that come from the same people who are telling him or so lying to is him? Is he in a Truman Show like reality? Is this what we're uh, talking about? No, no, I don't think anybody's putting him up to it, or okay. anybody's but, behind the levers. Wait, but I think by that, this is by just that, do you mean a crazy the person covered in a dome or something okay. like that? Like, is he okay. saying, "Oh, we're gonna shoot a rocket and it's gonna blow up"? It's a gonna hole hit the that. ceiling. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I think he, I think you can go up, but you just you can go up and and side by side. It's just that's it, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. Gotcha. There's no curve. You know what I mean? Like. You obviously he's going to send space, just, but I really enjoy the picture in my head though, of like all the planets are just a bunch of pizzas just yeah. floating there. Just, I don't know. It's well, I mean, you, it, it doesn't work. If, if you, you hungry, <laughs> if you <laughs> listen, if you, if you listen to this this album, Elements, I'm talking about. He he references moon landings, uh, Mars, the moon itself. I mean, literally every conspiracy theory that we have covered to to date. Yeah, in this I know. show. He has he mentions it at some point. You think we get Bob on? Oh man, let's give him a call. Right, that would be amazing. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I'm sure, um, I'm sure we should. DM I would him. genuinely right. love to hear his explanation. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I would love to hear him talk. These about people this. have like really conflict, like 
stupid explanation. You can watch. You can go down the YouTube yeah. rabbit hole for. I I'm sure, but I'd love to hear him talk. I about unfortunately had to do the flat Earth theory the, yeah. the one time, <laughs> he, and uh, we broke it pe- down. People will run like flashlights yeah. across the table and be like, "See the horizon? See the horizon, bro?" <laughs> and, and it's like, like don't understand the idea of perspective. Yeah, and like, oh, <laughs> dude, dude Brett's that, face right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're literally rolling a flashlight along the table, and like, if you want to waste like. They'll a get good inter- 45 minutes of your life. Minimum. I do that all the time. So, But yeah. but you'll yeah. laugh your ass off. Oh, man. You'll laugh your ass off. Go down the rabbit go hole. Down the go down the flat earth, earth rabbit hole. They'll also go like 100 miles so north of New York City and be like, well, by the curvature of the earth, I shouldn't be able to see it, but I can see the buildings. Yeah. This thing. Right. Like You can actually do the math and you actually can't see like the bottom floor of the buildings <laughs> because yeah. of the fucking curvature of the earth. Yeah, uh, it, it's. I don't think it's about science. I think it's, it's about paranoia. Not, well, and fear. it's you know, it's I, about uh, people. It's about people's own idea of science, where it's like, if I can't prove it right yeah, here yeah, yeah. with my own two hands and my own two eyes, then it's not it's real. Like that deceiving kind yeah. of nature. Yeah, yeah, like somebody's fooling me. Exactly. I, I really feel like there's there's not a lot of structure when you have that much information. Like there's just so much information out there. Yeah. People just want to believe. People want to be simple. They well, that's the whole nice, point. Well. It, it, Explaining flat Earth is not simple. Yeah. Like you, you have to go down. You have to have a certain mindset in order to believe. Yeah. In well, this. you have, to have a mindset sure. that you, you, we've been lying. Well, of to. paranoia. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, like you, you believe everything's and wrong. and then like why? Why just, would people lie about? Well, see, that's there's what, so much mass communication and so much like just. I just want to know what they information think the, out there that it's 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 overwhelming. I, I think to some think people, what the motive and is, they're just going to simplify it for themselves right but what do you think they think the motive is behind these uh flatter or round earth chills as they call them uh, uh they people, have no idea who are faking it, the round well, earth it's it's paranoia why? it's paranoia yeah. but why but why why would i want to fake a round earth if there's like be well, that's want to the whole that? point is you may not know oh i'm sure they would give you motive by the yeah way. That, I don't I'm know just, that's what i'm curious yeah. as well, i'm curious as to yeah. what they think i'll tell you what but the they, they've been handed what other people think that motive is though and i honestly believe that they're B-O-B. just repeating somebody. B.O.B.'s oh, big sure. thing throughout this album and what I've read and think, his big thing is um, misinforming the youth and as far as teaching, um, schooling and everything. He just thinks that, you know, as far as the flat earth, like we're being taught something that's not, you know what I mean? So like, people so just... He's talking about future generations inf- information and it, ne- and it being not necessarily so correct. He, he thinks we're trying to acclimate the youth to a diet of bullshit and lies. And to what, what he is doing is that. Well, that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, actually, that, yeah, that's what B.O.B. Yeah. is B-O-B, doing. You're being counterproductive. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm, all I'm saying is go listen. Don't now. mean to lecture you, B.O.B. <laughs> you do your thing. No, it just cracks me up because that is exactly what he is right. doing. Come on, well, Bob. And he actually has a platform yes, to do yes. it with. And we'll can, let's, say, let's say this. The point of this Bob, podcast you're fucking up, Bob. is crazy people thinking crazy things. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that a lot of people, you know, they they, there are flat earthers out there. We know this, but well, yeah. that's why Power we're here talking too. on this podcast is because the whole thing is why? I don't know. It's just crazy. We're cra- people fake, are crazy. Fake mooners, hollow earthers. <laughs> yeah. We got them all, man. We got yeah. them all, man. There's one that I heard recently too. I, sorry, it's, it's media day, media oh. week for NBA, but Michael okay. Beasley, do you hear what Michael Beasley said? Oh, man. Oh, he went, oh, oh it's Michael. so good. What it's did great. Michael Beasley Michael yeah. Beasley said, and by the way, I'm not saying this because this is a false fact up front. That's what we're anything but credible. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. But basically, so he goes, he goes, so you know, we you know how we only use 
10% of our brain. Again, I know that's, that's, that's not, not true. Missing, but anyway, I'm just saying this because I want to be very clear. No, you're good. 10% you're good. of your brain. And he's like, so who was, who was the first person who had 11% of their brain to figure <laughs> out that we only use 10% of our brain? <laughs> And I see then, what he's saying. See what he's saying? And, and, I mean, I totally get it. It's, it's, it's like the, you can't figure out you're in a computer simulation if you're in a computer simulation. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. If no, you're 10%, all, you can't understand that it's 10%. Oh, I should also mention Somebody's got to break the But who wants to play a video game on God mode? It was Lucy, Why not by the way. I watched the movie Lucy last night. It was it was her. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, that was a decent movie. It was all right. So yeah. what, what Brett is referencing, though, was a news uh, interview. He was on like, one of the news shows. And I have to say, this is how credible this guy is. He was wearing like capri jeans and he wore a watch around his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're going to wear a watch around your ankle, you better be wearing capris. I mean, because otherwise it's just like he, he's living like 50 years ahead of us. Yeah, man. he's on another level. You know, when you sit down and you cross your legs, you don't have to look at your wrist, man. You got to right, honestly, right. I'm saying if he was wearing man. like uh, pants a and had oh, that, that, that would be, that would be yeah. stupid. It's, it's, it's got to be, especially for, if you're for six, an NBA basketball player. Like, Especially if you're, well, actually, yeah. a lot of those guys have very small ankles, actually, but um, that's a weird thing. <laughs> uh, Don't talk about their ankles. Measuring <laughs> their ankles? Okay. I just know it's. That thing. was weird. But yeah, uh, if you're a 6'9, six, 6'10 six, man, um, it's very, if you're going to cross your legs in a news interview, you know that your leg is going to get in it because you have gigantic legs. And yeah, he just was just rocking a watch. Well, on he's got to get as much bullshit like an, out. <laughs> was it like a in sick the ass watch? Was it like a Rolex? I mean, it oh, wasn't. I'm, it He's a millionaire. Like, I'm sure it was. It looked like a f- more fashionable watch, like a okay. kind of like a hipster thing. thing okay. But, well, I guess if I you're going to wear a watch on your... This ankle. isn't a watch podcast, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I don't know watches, man. I'm not sure about I that. Don't, well, listen, I think we covered a little I'm bit of I'm sure everything. there's a theory about watches. Oh, so. yeah, oh yeah. We'll find some. We'll I'll, get, I'll start digging as soon as I Many about home. time. We, well, many about time. But Do listen, watches exist? <laughs> okay, Griff. I can Listen, follow you on this. <laughs> we, bo- we bounced around a lot. I don't think I think we'll have to skip the weekly weirdness this week. Okay. Uh, running a, a little late. Maybe uh, we'll have some. We'll s- save it for next week. Um, and we'll have some good stuff. But guys, let's before we end out the show, let's do what we always do and go around the table and give our shout outs. Uh, who? Anybody want to start? I got you. Uh, thank you, Brett, for coming on. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to Mike Matheny. Yep, you're gone, bud. Bye. Uh, nice run. Bye. That's literally like the fourth time that you. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. pissed me off four times All now. Right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Griff, anything for you? Not a hater, realist him. Nobody gets a shout out this week. Screw, Nobody. Screw you all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Humpback whales. I was gonna say it, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> In a while, my heroes, <laughs> you keep doing your thing. Brett, do you have anybody, Guardians anything, of the uh, whatever it is, do you have anything to shout out other than, uh, I mean, you can plug your stuff, obviously, oh, but no, whatever, I mean, whatever I, you we got. Are, we already plugged my stuff. I don't really, I don't know if I have any shout outs. I, I, how about this? And this is, again, I'm, I'm having a huge NBA day, but how about this? I'm going to shout out to the entire uh, Cleveland Cavaliers lineup, which is basically the most name recognizable lineup of all time right now. But yeah. has everybody who's basically going to be injured by 2000- February, basically. So yes. 2012 so, dream team. So good time. But <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Brett, obviously, like he said, I want to shout you out for coming on. We appreciate you, man, uh, taking the time to, to top on the podcast. Maybe maybe we'll have you on again. Not in, uh, Maybe next time we'll be able to talk some basketball. But it'll be in season, Sounds hopefully. Because, yeah. you know, I could go on for hours about basketball. Same man. here. Um, <laughs> ankles, apparently, too. <laughs> and basketball players' ankles. And um, watches. 
Watch it, yeah. My shout out though this week is we we hit on it a little bit about uh, when we were talking about movies and I, about me being a whore, kind of a horror fanatic. I want to give a shout out to the movie It, man. Everyone associated with It. I went and saw it. I loved it every second of it. I highly suggest it. But my shout out, man, is it uh it, it as of today, which is the 29th of September. It's not yes. even October. It's already grossed 500 million. Damn. Um, and wow. it's not even the month of October has not hit for a horror movie to be doing that is uh, something that hasn't happened in a very long time. I think it might have been the number one opening for a horror movie. R-rated horror movie, yeah, biggest movie of all so time. So yeah. they're they're doing setting setting records, and and it's actually something that anyone can go watch. You know, it's not anything crazy. It's like you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to sleep for a week. But it's good, very solid. So man, it's I'm always happy to see um, the horror genre. When's the uh, second half coming up? 19, 2019, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe they just started. So uh, I have for, t- till 2019 to see the first sure. one. <laughs> this one's gonna be every. It's gonna be uh, around. You'll yeah. you'll come across it. My I'm problem sure. with this movie is every time I say like I want to go see it, it's like how like is what? it? Like what? It, Somebody just, drops a dad the, joke on you. Take, yeah. I'm not even making a joke here. That's oh, right up my alley, baby. Every time. Oh, I just I'm just like I'm continuing to talk. I'm not trying to say the title every other word. Yeah. I keep saying it. Right. I'm a let it That's go. why you, you got to put the movie. That's yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Still. Well, listen. That's all we got, guys. It's um, <laughs> that's all we got, guys. Listen. Go out. Um, check us out wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend, man. We are there. Except for we are at Stitcher. We're uh, working on Spotify right now. But don't forget about Google Play too. We've had some people ask. Um, also, don't forget send us in thirty second audio clip. Whatever you want. Whatever you're feeling. Just send it in through text, email, anything but credible at Gmail. Dot com or you can hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are basically everywhere. Um, and stay tuned, man. October is coming. Obviously, we've ta- we said that a few times. It's gonna be a good month. My favorite with the horror movies slash. It's officially candy corn season now. Oh, so God. we'll we'll be we'll be bringing that back up. That um, again. And uh, yeah, so guys, uh, what else? Oh, and don't forget to check out all Brett's stuff. We plug this stuff, but uh, we'll we'll put that all in the description for the the episode and everything so make sure to check out brett's stuff coming up and uh stay tuned man uh this is the anything but credible podcast and we will see you all next week later dudes deuces